Hello, welcome back to the immigrant section. Uh, if it's your first time, have a seat, enjoy, click subscribe. You know you want to come back. Uh, you know there is a Patreon where we have bonus weekly episodes and bonus content. Check that out. Become a certified refugee at patreon.com slash the immigrant section. Uh, besides that, this episode here is with a very special guest, uh, old friend of mine. You know us from Plus Time Comedy, uh, our failed comedy group, which was awesome, but it failed. Make no mistake. Please enjoy this episode with Max Sheldrick. Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And we are back. Uh, what are you saying, <laughs> Mr. Sheldrick? Not much, dude. I just got a bad. Uh, I can hear my heart right now. This is the second giant Red Bull, as you can see. This guy's one of those Red Bull addicted motherfuckers, right here. <sighs> I rolled the dice every single time. Like I wake up with a hangover, I'm just like you can always try to roll the dice with two Red Bulls, but then you just feel worse and you have a fast heart. I feel like that's like uh, guaranteed kidney issues in the future. The oh, way you yeah. hit them, body, 100%. bro, nos. I've seen you hit those nos ones, Dude. the ones that look like a this nos is, bottle. This from- is me like at my lowest. Like I, this is the first Red, <laughs> yeah. first Red Bulls that I've had at like a month but like back before i even did com or when i first started doing comedy where i was like working midnights and then i was also doing open mics like i i did uh when i first started i would do open mics and then at 10 o'clock i would go to my night shift in a machine shop and i would <laughs> dude i would start off my you day like, were you christian bale also Body. It was horrible. Skinny as fuck. Yeah. Ribs I wa- out. I was feeling good. It's I good was look. looking good. But <laughs> Bro, I can tell. Every <laughs> time you come back. on this podcast, get, you sit a little lower on that seat. I'm getting That comfier. seat tells no lies, you I'm know? getting comfier every <laughs> you know? single Last time, time you talked to me, you were eye level. Now you're about half an inch yeah, lower. Just like, I just <laughs> yeah. slowly start sinking down. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, was, how was your COVID? Oh, God. I, it was, I sat uh, a lot. Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. Yo, thank you for having me out to Thanksgiving. That was that was my first white, totally white like body. That was that was like a hallmark Thanksgiving, by the way. I was happy to be a part of it. I know that it's turkey. A, ooh, you had no idea walking in that we were actually going to try to outdo ourselves like that. Oh yeah, like like. By the way, Tisha was the MVP of this. Oh, of course. Like, oh, oh, without a doubt, she made fucking stuffing. She got a giant turkey. She made pies and shit. even when I even when I forgot my bag and I went the next day to grab it, I was like, again, terrific. <laughs> I, was, I grabbed the bag. The door was open. I grabbed the bag. I was like, thanks. And by the way, again, terrific job on that dinner last night. Bravo. That was amazing. You know. It's like for those at home wondering how good was it every item had a a card next to it where they wrote what the item was and the card was like embroidered it was like it was homemade apple pie they wrote homemade on there too even though it was clearly it was in the oven we knew it was homemade but they weren't gonna forget that and you know what i applaud you for it it was great it was incredible it was also it was just awesome to see everyone like the fact that that you you and Andrea came, and Keith, and Keith, Paul, Ezra. It was a good crowd. Showed, even Ezra showed up, and a fucking, man, that was just such a fucking fun That night. honestly felt, literally, like I said that night, like Fast and the Furious, you know those barbecue beers they have before they, like, launch off and, like, go rob oh, a truck? Yeah. Or someone in the team dies, for 100%. sure. Or goes to prison? That meal right before is how it felt. 
I was just missing a wife beater and a barbecue. That's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. it was clean it was. cut. People had shirts tucked in, but the vibe was the same, you know? Yeah, it was. That was really good, but uh, yeah, dude. Sorry, I'm just feeling like shit right now. Yeah, what? Um, you better, man. You fucking drank two Red Bulls. Like you, you chug Red Bulls and then you apologize for feeling shitty because in your mind the Red Bulls are gonna perk you up. I but they, they don't. They have the opposite effect. They do have and like a, an exact rebound effect. Like it's the exact opposite. The whole time this guy was drinking Red Bull before the episode, he goes, uh, "This feels good. This feels like it's gonna do something for me." <laughs> Literally, the episode starts. I was I'm lying. Up. I'm sorry. I was lying I'm about sorry. It. <laughs> the Red Bulls did nothing. I thought they were supposed to give you wings, bro. I don't know. I I drank like uh I did this. I did this show last night. I didn't tell you. I wanted to. Say yeah, it. Dorchester, right? Yeah, we did Dorchester. Is it a golf club? Night. Yeah, and like that's where I know that's where I like. That's I where you shine. Let's I be sh honest. Bro. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Especially it's when you go, my black wife. Uh. <laughs> no, it's like, dude, when I have like the joke about, like, you know that uh, the joke about my dad doing meth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never heard it bomb. I've oh, never... that's a hilarious fucking joke too. Yeah, but and that's like, the place for it to bomb. That's dude, a hundred percent. The most white collar guys. As soon as meth. I assume, like, because I did a vineyard over the summer, and like, I should have known from that experience that this what I what I was uh, bound to in for for this one. But I was like, I'm gonna get him. Don't worry. And keep in mind, I did get him. But like, fuck, man. Like, there was at one point I could see this guy in like the <laughs> middle of the audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, after after a joke would bomb, like not every joke bombed, but when one did, he would like. He would pantomime my mannerisms oh, to his God. wife, and then he would be like, and then he'd like mouth, just not funny. <laughs> Actually, multiple times? Multiple. Like, what a yeah, fucking prick. Have several times. I don't know. They didn't like me, and I was like, at a certain point, I was just like, okay, yeah, I can see why they don't like me. Like, I'm talking about my friend who married a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about like fucking diarrhea. <laughs> fucking cocaine, my dad doing meth, my dad beating me, but he has muscular dystrophy. Like, they just, they were on like, board. I don't relate they, with any of these they, things. They were on board. Tell us about your RSP. And at a certain point, I was like, what do you guys want to talk about now, huh? You guys totally hate me. Let's talk about heroin. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, how about when when a clown actually gets the groom hole seven, everyone dies. <laughs> hole oh seven's fucked. Someone leans over to you. Hole seven's the butt of jokes in this course. And like the guy who was pantomiming the set the entire time, like it w that was uh, just commenting on every bomb. After that, he was just walked by and he was like, great set. And I was like, oh, okay. fuck off. Fuck you, dude. People are the worst. It's like, you, you it's like I saw I could, you. I could see you I saw the you. entire time. Oh man! Had Reed a hand? Had Reed a close it out? He Reed a Reed's fucking great. He did the work, huh? <laughs> like, cleaned it up. Like keep in mind, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bomb entirely, but it's like yeah, it yeah, still yeah. was Those pockets. Like, it was the difference of having fun and getting paid, and, and then working for my money. Like yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> fuck man! Like that whole time, I'm just. I'm going through it. I'm like, I don't know how this joke, how they're going to receive this joke. Like, I'm still doing it fine. Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing it how I would normally do it. And then, like, my timing's not fucked up. And then they're just like, no, not Yeah, bad. it's just not hitting. Uh -uh. Yeah. Nope. And I'm like, this worked everywhere else. But okay. All right. You guys. Fuck you. Yeah, there's a stick up your ass, man. Yeah. I, I hate when audiences are like that. But yeah. whatever. It's because, you know, you're white. And but it's you also talk about some stuff like you're not white sometimes. They're like... <sighs> We don't know whether to root for this guy or not because 
at first glance, you would think you have the small town appeal. At first glance, you would think, oh, well, he's going to win over this white collar, well, this like white collar crowd. People always but assume that. Yeah, yeah, people exactly. Like, That's you'd the be the guy thing. who would fucking kill at these white rooms. And it's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust you know, me. You know what is my favorite thing about being at a show with Max? And it happens, you know, it doesn't happen all the time. It's happened enough times that it kills me. He'll be there. He'll be there. His wife will be there who's black and he'll make a black wife joke and when they whenever they bomb it's the funniest thing <laughs> he's literally he's, I, I, I we back at it yeah yeah just <laughs> just did that audio thing but the point is <laughs> i love watching you bomb black wife jokes in front of your wife it's because she have, makes the funniest faces i don't even, I don't she even sometimes, have a lot though but she literally like, looks like she's like knitting yeah like you know that she face just, someone like a grandma would make while knitting, yeah. and and regardless of what you say, she's still knitting. Yeah, she just doesn't <laughs> even look up. It's literally oh, it's unfazed because she can hear it. She always hears it, but she's just not. I don't know. She she's not disappointed or anything like that. But she's just like she's laughing because she's gonna be able to talk shit on the way home. She's like, yeah, I guess you're not as funny as you thought. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, right, shut right. up. Yeah, all right, shut up. Fine t-shirt. But yeah, like, I don't know. Most people assume that all white audiences are going to like the white comic who like, who's a class, who kind of like, like guys who look traditionally like kind of Captain America-ish white. Oh, like, that's not the look these days. No, they yeah. they think that uh, white <laughs> guy's going to do well right. there. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. It is an uphill battle right now. <laughs> Bro, it, to you get could literally to, wear to get a public enemy shirt right now and dude, it would make sense. Dude, to get people to like us right now, it is such a fucking uphill battle because like as soon you'll see it where like comics nowadays, they'll talk about like I have a joke uh, that talks about how easy it is to hate on white people, and just commenting on that, people are like, "Oh, like you've had it hard." And it's like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just making a joke, but this is exactly what I'm talking about right now. That I can't even comment on something. Oh, you without... could be totally racist towards white people right now. It's it great. is fucking it's crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, whitey, <laughs> dude, Your time's come, whitey. What was He's it? like, ah, oh, fuck you. What was it? I. <sighs> fuck it's who... like fuck you, blackie, and then the the restaurant goes right. Who was it? That was a the record screeches. It just gets I can't remember who was telling me this. Like this is like probably this is a year ago. So yeah, they were like, "You thought I saw you at the grocery store the other day, but uh, it was actually just another white guy." Wow. <laughs> and I say that because you all look alike to me, and I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> like if, you are the oppressor. If like, you look in the mirror, and then they look at it like they're punching up, and it's like that's if you were to switch that around, it'd be totally fucked up. But hey, all right, fine. That's fine. You could wear a public enemy shirt right now, and it would mm -hmm. be totally justified. hundred percent, dude. We are. Um, but it's that if... thing. But you know, at uh, in a dark night, if 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 I had a button to switch between uh, black or white, and it was like I'm getting pulled over yeah. at night, I'm gonna go white every oh, time. Oh, dude, I could totally see that. So yeah. even though that guy made that joke at yeah. that grocery store, yeah. you're still gonna push that button in that scenario. Oh, I hundred percent. So it's now yeah. it's almost like some shit is coming in your face it's in an not effort like to I'm, balance out. It's not like I'm thinking that oh we have it the hardest now. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's just like it's oh still, far from it. Yeah, it's almost it, like yeah. social punishment a yeah, little bit. It's just like right now I'm just getting shit over something that it's like it's like people say that it's a uh, because. Um, like I've been, uh, I've been privy to a certain privileges, and it's like I don't know. I grew up in the welfare district, man. Like I, I grew up on a farm half the time. But it's then, the look, but bro, 
Here's the beautiful part. It's of the it, look. I 100. percent I will you'll tell fully stories because when I first met you, you had a story about I've had 37 jobs. Okay, you know who gets hired 37 times, and you know who gets hired the easiest I've ever seen. Me, you, bro. Yeah, I know. You are just like you leave a job and you're working at a job within in like, like two oh, weeks. Yeah. And here's the another white thing about you that's very white. And it's hilarious to me, okay? Right. You will start a job and <laughs> you will have time off requests immediately. Oh, yeah. Dude, I had vacation time. I, I've used it five me, vacation like, days and I'm not even three months into this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like you'll be on day one. They'll be like, all right, uh, you're going to have a 90 day probationary period. You're like, okay, that's sick. But uh, next week, I can't work Friday, Saturday. <laughs> They're like, buddy. Uh, regularly, people don't ask for time off in the first three months. It's Dude. like, that's sick, but I'm going to be in Dorchester next fucking Friday. I don't know. The whole goal for me being able to find a job, though, is just like to find something. Because, like, you remember when I tried doing Uber Eats, right? Yeah. Like trying to do Uber Eats and do, and to have a marriage and do comedy. It's like, you, one of those things that has to change and has of to course, give, yeah and you kept almost dying on the bike yeah and on top of that <laughs> fucking uber eats it's like it's not it's not sustainable it's not a sustainable lifestyle if you're oh. trying to do three different things yeah. like there's no fucking Even way if it's just one yeah you it's, can't pedal your way to your future you can't pedal you know what i mean like no like the guys who are doing that and making two thousand dollars a week have given their lives for they it. are entirely dedicated to that they have 10 hour days they eat half their paycheck away they're not man you know what i love a, about uber eats is like uh everybody works uber eats but as it gets later and later, you you see who is really the backbone of Uber Eats. Because like, oh yeah, at, like I'll be at like uh, Andrea lives right next to McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> I'll walk by it during the day. Uber Eats half black, a third white. The rest are like Indian, right? Yeah. Ten p.m. Maybe a couple white, a lot of Indian. Yeah. One a.m. All Indian. A hundred percent. One a.m. or midnight and past that. hundred uh, percent. It becomes all Indian. Everybody else is either like, okay, like I'm gonna sleep or I'm gonna do social stuff. I don't know what it is, but the Indians will just will just be like, no, I'm trading my time. How do I make the most out of this thing? Trade as much time as possible, and that's what I'll do. You know oh, what I mean? Dude, hundred percent. They like they'll they'll start at dinner time, end at fucking last call. Like yeah, uh, when people like, are coming home, they want cleaning up from that twelve to three. That's where you clean up. Probably. You make thirty to forty dollars an hour, but it's not sustainable. Like your body, exactly. Your body can't handle that level of burnout. Exactly. Like you can't. Like when people say, like, oh, you have to have this level of dedication to be able to be able to like work and achieve your dreams, and you like you got to fake it till you make it. That whole all that shit. It's like you actually have to find something during the day that is not as strenuous as a fucking labor job to be able to pursue something that you have to perform on stage that night. Like if you are doing something that is a hundred percent, you are giving a hundred percent physical effort the entire time that you're at that job. You are going to be burnt that, out at the end of the day. That's There's, why I say shout out to Joe Botello who had on the podcast. That dude, guy works. He roofs. He's like a full-time roofer and he's hitting the stage a lot. You know what I mean? But I'm sure all he, the time, dude, I'm sure even he will tell you where he's like, Oh, it's where he's breaking at, him for where sure. He will, uh, he will know like that night or even that day where he's oh. like, he now knows what the telltale signs of not having a good night's going to be oh. like how you're feeling. Like it starts early in the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know that it's like, okay, I overdid it. You have to actually pace your day out. If you have a, like when I was, uh, when I first started out, when I was in Windsor, I was working, I worked a 
like we talked about, I've worked a million different jobs, but there's like a job where I was building houses as a framer. And it's like, if I overdid it in the morning, then I'd have to ease up in the afternoon to be able to make it. Like you'd have to nap. You'd have to like do a fucking nap or you're done. A hundred percent. If I'm going to Michigan that night to do uh, to do shows and I fucking had a hard day, then it's like I got to at least sleep two hours. And it's like trying to fall asleep as soon as you get home is not oh, fucking it's next so to tough because it's like you plan it. You're like, I'll just I'll, I'll sleep right away and then I'll rejuvenate. But you don't realize is you have the energy of the day. Yeah. And all of the bullshit of the day accumulated. Yeah. And you can't just turn that off and just be like, now is the two and a half hour sleep. And then just fucking conk yeah, out. It, it doesn't never work. Works like and that. even if you take melatonin, <laughs> if you take anything to Nothing. fucking knock you out, it's going to still be in effect after those two hours. Yeah, you're fighting against the day. You're fighting. You're you're trying to act, you're trying to push asleep when it's not part of your actual schedule. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's fucking. It never works. It's you're just really hard. But you know what I noticed though is that anytime I try to sleep and I can't, yeah. even laying back is restful. If I'm on my back 30 minutes, like, fuck, I couldn't sleep. When I get up, I still feel better. You know what I mean? You don't have a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I don't even nap now, bro. I don't even nap now. I'm talking about in the event of naps. Yeah. But yeah, I'm putting in a lot of work, bro. But I'm doing it the smart way. You know what I mean? I'm trying to fucking yeah. do, find work that's like play. Yeah. I this can is s- it for me. Yeah, I totally get that. And the thing is that if I didn't have a wife, I would be doing that. A hundred percent. Bro, I mean, I'm like... I'm with Andre every night. Yeah, but like it, I'm saying you guys don't financially support each other, right? Well, not directly. Like you guys share an account. We don't, but Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I indirectly I, it's always the the offer's always there. It's but been me and Tisha have been directions. sharing an account since before comedy. So it's like as that was already locked in before I even started doing it. So I always had to think about Tisha. Like, there's no, there's never an option where I can be like, okay, now you're gonna cover all the bills. Oh, I get that, I but keep in mind, I'm getting Canada Revenue uh, Recovery benefit. True. I'm living off of the benefit because I've lost work due to COVID. All the acting, all the wedding, yeah, MC, all that, I lost it due to COVID. I'm gonna keep getting this thing probably until the end of the year, and in the meantime. I'm pumping out shit. I'm recording shit all the time. I'm moving around. Yeah, you've been doing a, quite a lot, eh? Yeah, hell a, yeah. That, what is it, doesn't, set, that takes time to sketch do all day? this shit, dude. What? Sketch a day? Yeah, I'll do I make a couple. I write every day, and then I'll film some stuff, and then I got to, like, fucking go for a walk. I got to schedule that in, because then you're sitting at the computer too long, and you're fucking... You know, I rip apart my nails. I'm a yeah, nail I know. biter. I can see them right now. Remember how they were, like, a month ago? They were good? Yeah. Th- that's before I... Started Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I can see uh, just what your mental stability is every time I look at your nails uh, these days. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not bad right now because like, I, I meditated see, can, this morning. I, I can see it. I'm like, you're you're doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Remember what it was? No. The, the bottom? Man, I don't know. I What you're doing, though, is good. Like, you're still pumping out a lot of work, a lot of shit. Like, a lot of people just, especially during this right now, they fucked off. They just stopped doing everything. Like, how many people have you seen just leave entirely? No podcast, no, the majority. Online, con- no online content, the majority. not even on at shows. A hun- yeah, you're right. The majority of people have fucking taken a step back. And, like, even people who are well-known to us, like, we don't have to name names, just but we've seen a mass exodus of the community. Ex- and like- honestly, I get it. I really get yeah. it because I felt like a lot of people were just in there for whatever reasons that weren't legit. For social aspects of it, not yeah. to actually create like any, not to actually try to push an art form, not to create, not to actually just do what, the, like it's not a dream. It's, it's like, like a it's, cleansing. We'll yeah. see once COVID is passed, 
and the smoke we'll clears. Call it the culling. We'll see who's left. What'd you say? The culling. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Am I just literally plagiarizing a whole thing? No, no. No. It's just the culling. It's just another yeah, culling. What is that? It's like calling the herd. Oh, oh, this is like see, this is some small town shit right there. No, Please do tell is, what's culling. Culling is like when you like uh, cut out the weak uh, within a herd. Like by what means? Murder. Oh yeah, you just <laughs> identified them and shotgun to the face. Well, South Park I, I haven't done this, but like it's just it's something that uh, farmers would do. Farmers or even like hunters do. Like they're uh, they're calling the herd. They have to they have to take out like to speed the the speed of the whole herd up. Like there's some people slowing it down or some shit. No, it's just like who. No, some people got to go sometimes. Yeah, some people got to go sometimes. That's a sorry. We're and that's what we know. We're at two hundred capacity. Oh, dude, it's. I think it's going to be good now, for the benefit of the comedy community when we, when we do come back, and it's like a lot of faces oh, who. By the way, did you see that uh, two bears one cave live event thing? No. What so two bears one cave. Tom Segura, Burke Christ should have a podcast called that. You notice how everybody, every like of those L.A. comics. They've all got like a couple of th- or third auxiliary podcasts. Yeah. Just to capitalize on like their things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's one. Two Bears, One Cave. They had a live event where I'm like, and they charged 10 bucks to see it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So this is going to be like the future of what could possibly be done with this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. My buddy gets me an access code to it. I go, I look at the access code. They're, bro, they're just sitting there. They got some nice like CGI en- intro where bears and they put their names on it. And they're just sitting there getting fucked up for an hour or two hours. They're getting Coke. They're literally ordering Coke live because it's like a like a extra, you know what I mean? Like, like cocaine? Cocaine. Oh, cocaine, really? Cocaine, alcohol, everything because it's like a private live event. So they were just doing coke. Okay. Oh, right, I didn't see yeah. them do the coke. And my buddy was like, yo, he's watching. He's like, man, they're ordering coke right now. They're like, should we, uh, they're like, should we get a dom? They ordered a dom. They're just doing literally, it seemed like some Eric Andre shit. Like, Dude. yo, people have paid money. We're just going to, have you seen the cabin on Netflix? Yeah. It is uh, like a 10% version of Jackass. With comics. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know, dude. I, I feel bad what he's doing to his family, Burke Reicher. Dude. <laughs> I feel like his wife yeah. is like, yo. Dude, he keeps first, creating shows the first with them intro, in it. The first intro that I saw with her in it, it's like, she's not an actor, dude. Like, stop making her And she doesn't this. enjoy doing this. No, you can totally <laughs> you can see, see it in, in her, her eyes where she's just like, fuck. Like, I, it's like a, he, she's just looking at the calendar, filming day. And every day she gets closer, she's like, fucking this guy bro episode one of the cabin they literally like it seemed like actually i don't know it probably wasn't that because like the lighting on her was great everything was so great it probably wasn't the first time she heard the news of course it wasn't yeah, it, yeah. none of it there's yeah, no yeah. way that she was the listening to it yeah, the first responded. time while he's just on the phone with yeah. all the camera crew there's no <laughs> yeah. fucking way <laughs> yeah. you really think it, he would then he would have got divorced in like in real life dude a hundred percent so <laughs> man once you i don't know i did like I, I'm pretty sure I've told the story on this podcast where like we, my friend got married on a reality TV show. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like just being on set during a reality TV shooting. It's like you realize that everything, everything on those shows is a hundred percent fake. 
Oh, it is all manufactured. Yeah. Everything on there, every every line is redone. Everything is so fucking fake. I guarantee <laughs> that his wife had to redo that shoot probably like three or four times. Oh, actually, yeah. A hundred percent. But like, remember, you're angry about this. You're about to leave him. Bert. And she'll, oh, well, cut. Try it one more yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Bert. You're mad, but you love him still. Yeah. You know, fucking... some guy with circle glasses telling you that shit. I don't know. I kind of wanted to watch it, but then, like, I saw that part, and I was like, oh, God. It's just, it is exactly just a reality show, and I just don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, it just, it's so easy to manufacture those shows. The show, literally, that whole format of show is take somebody who has a following, and we can create any. Just give us somebody with a following, yeah. and we'll piece together this garbage Dude, relative uh, to whatever their all sensibility that, All that show is. is, is just getting funny people to do shit. To do, they're literally just pitching shit. The yep. one with Joey Diaz, they like butchered like a, a boar or something like that. Yeah. And Joey's like, yo, I ain't touching that fucking meat. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, you're getting the comedic value out of all the comics. And that's, and like, that's. It that's is just, what it is, but right? But that's also any talk show too. It's like, that's a, that's a podcast too, where it's like, where it's just a. That's not though. It's not a podcast though. It's, this is something different every time, depending on the energy of the person coming in. True. That is like, let us list crit. Crazy stuff that Jackass did 10 times already. Like 10 yeah. times just Jackass did. But now it's with Bobby Lee. True. Yeah, I could see that. I I don't we'll know. Just, we'll just like do it, wacky stuff in a cabin and it'll be hilarious. It just looks like, uh, kind of looks like those hype houses. It looks like a Bert Kreischer's version of a hype house. Yeah. Have yeah, you ever yeah, seen yeah, those? Yeah. No, I haven't. But I get it by like the, the name. Like the, t- the hype TikTok. house? Yeah, it's like a TikTok, uh, TikTok cruise or like... Uh, like even- put together? Yeah. Like big TikTokers come together to live in a house. Yeah. That sounds like You've a never fucking heard? nightmare. Yeah, a 100%. House? It's the same thing that fucking Logan Paul and Jake Paul did where they just like got a bunch of creators. Yeah. And they get a house together and then they have like their own... I feel like everyone's just trying to do like their own version of the Truman Show at this point where it's just like their entire life that's oh, just manufactured right? around this TV show that they're kind of trying to semi-make. It's weird where they're just like everything is everything is this fucking perfect moment where they're like, oh, I just put this in his fucking in his fucking laundry bin. Watch his reaction. Ha 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 fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? It's like and then this mad graphics, like someone is just doing 90% of those roles is that guy in editing in post. Dude, exactly. It's, it's nothing- just like nice text quick cuts i'm like this is all being done in post and the goofiest motherfuckers you know what it is yeah. they just get kind of like i mean the, like eye candy like to tween bitches yeah like they get those guys they're all yeah. like that they literally are these in these guys they every literally the, look like a korean every, boy band every they each popular, have their own look yeah you know he's the bad boy buzz cut he's the blonde uh, Dude, funny one. Boys the, yeah, that's all Spice it is. Girls bullet, like literally the same shit. It's and they're just like beautiful people. That's just all doing it is. personality stuff. There's no content. <laughs> what? But it's all the the one, s- every one of them is the same fucking. Co- they're like carbon copies of one of the one another. It's literally none of them are original. Like none of these guys in these houses have any. They just look good. It's that's- literally another spectrum of. For like for younger generations, it's another spectrum of porn. It's very stimulating, fast cut stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? It is useless. It's you gain nothing from it, and it's addictive. Yeah. Just boom, boom, cut, cut. What? Yeah, like it's. You know what I mean? To like Jack twelve. Ass. I guess it kind of is like our jackass, like it, but way toned down. 
Yeah, by far. Like it's not it's not the same content, but it's the same gist. It's like it's, it's YouTube just friendly, nothing... so we could probably click that made for kids thing, and yeah, and they could actually like play that. Yeah. Well, what did TikTok start out as? It was like a lip syncing good thing, wasn't it? Bro, I don't even know what's happening with TikTok anymore, man. Well, well what's going on? What's you know, it's uh, what's happened with your videos? Nothing, nothing. It's just like <laughs> you look at what what you gotta make to for it to hit the numbers. Here's the reality. You, do you, you know? look at like what the trends are? Like no, what's, never. Okay. Never. I never look at the trends. Okay. Because I realize you got to just do your thing. Yeah. You know, like some people are just, they find the trends and they do the trends. Yeah. In these apps, you people don't really want these multi-talented things. Mm-hmm. But actually, Nima, that's, let me take that back. Nima does many different things. And supported fully because he's talented as fuck. Yeah, but he also does go but with the. He it's does mostly the acting too. impersonations is really yeah. what it is. Like Nima can't start posting memes. Yeah, people no. be like memes. You're not a meme guy. Yeah, I, when I post memes, I could tell like the response is like ha, but like the yeah, respect, no, it's, overwhelming it's response kind of like you're it, not really this from you. You know what I mean? It's not what they're following you for. But I don't follow the trends. I write cr- original ideas or memories or funny stories. I recreate them. But I look at how one does versus the other. Yeah. So do you, you're never writing specifically for the audience. Are you just writing what makes you laugh? Or you? Or yeah. You, well, I'm okay. doing it the way that the idea, you know what I mean? It's okay. now, I, okay. It's tough to have constant ideas. So now what I did was I was like, oh, things that a lot, the, the recurring character that's popular is immigrant dad. Yeah. Right. Of course. Things Immigrant Dad does. That's the stuff I'll list out when I'm thinking of ideas. And then out of the best, I'll do the best one and I'll do it how he did it. And I'll actually make it funny because I'm actually also a comedian. Yeah. I don't just recreate it. Yeah. I make I make the right person the butt of the joke. You know what I mean? Uh, There's okay. little things that like some guy would just recreate it. But I also, I make it funny. Like it's usually, it's, it's not just accurate. It's also funny, you know? Yeah. So literally, that's what I do. But looking at what works on one end versus what works over here. Yeah. Like I doing can... a long. Well, do you remember like uh, when we were when we were doing plus time, like we would try so many different things. We, yeah, we were just seeing what was throw shit at the wall, see what six. And like we could tell right away. It's like the less effort that we put into some of our shit, the lesser response it would get 100 percent of the time. Yeah, 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 right? Where, like, it was just, like, when we started with the fucking just bag, the two cameras set up and just... That was a nightmare. The witty banter, it's like, let's fucking take all these down. (laughs) Dude, I don't know if you noticed, but I, like, I looked up, (laughs) I looked at our channel, I was like, oh, fuck, all this is still up. And then I was like, I'm just, I made a lot of them on list that I was like, these don't represent anything we do nowadays. That's so funny. Yeah. I did us the favor of just being like, let's just fucking bury these ones. Yeah. There's a bit on YouTube. You remember that bit? Robot tests are getting... I'm yeah. not robot test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to take that off YouTube soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It I pains saw. me to watch it. You know what I, I mean? I know. I know you do. I know you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. There's certain jokes. I love I love uh, being friends with, like, good friends with certain comics where it's like, I'll watch you do a joke, and I can tell from your mannerisms, it's like, you are so fucking over this joke. Oh, yeah. You man. are so done with it. <laughs> Dude, that actually reminds me of this... I think I, you were there. There was this one audience member at this one show. I forget what joke I did, oh, but as soon as yeah. I did it, he was like, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> it 
and I had this. It was like when Jamie's he does that one thing where people don't fuck with it. You know, Jamie's he God bless him, but when he kills, he kills. Yeah. When he bombs, he bombs. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? If they're so, not on board with it, he he has a trouble. He seems to have trouble with commenting on the fact that he's bombing. Oh yeah, if he did that a little bit more, he'd yeah. ride that wave a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. But he sticks this thing out, and some people fuck with it, some people don't. It's the same case with all of us. But <laughs> I heard the same. Someone did the same thing to him one time when he did the ooh hey. Yeah, they were like ugh. <laughs> yeah. They did that. What was it? I was like, oh god. The oh. one time you remember that weave joke that I had, where Which it's one? like disarming a weave. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I t- I had to explain. I had this bit or this joke at the beginning where I explain what a weave is, and it's like. <laughs> It's like a, a weave. It's like it's a it's a hair that you have to sew into your real hair. It's beautiful. It's elegant, and it's why I'm broke. And it's like, and Aww. I just heard one. Of you, I heard one. Aww. I heard one of your uh, one of your friends would just be like, ugh. <laughs> that for like, yeah. If you want to, it, just, it yeah. was literally a dagger in the heart. And I was like, but I was like, it was justified. I was like, yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Imagine an audience like more than ten or fifteen people did that in unison. Yeah. How destructive that would be. That's almost worse than a boo. Yeah. It, a boo uh, is a story. Oh, yeah. When someone's just like disgusted. <laughs> when like 20 people are just like, ugh, I at had, once. I had this story. Uh, I was at Rivoli and like I was doing this story. Do you remember how I had that bit about uh, where a homeless guy on the streetcar kissed me? Yeah. Like where he asked me. And like. I had I had the thing where it's like uh, how is the kiss uh, chapped? It's it's like uh, Frenching a bowl of frosted flakes. Like it, it was, and you had some tags in there. Yeah, and it's I just for some reason like this one guy was like oh gross stop and I'm like what kind of response is that? It's like Jesus Christ, dude! Like it I happened. Was, you know? I was like, what is wrong? He's like, it's gross. And I'm like fucking leave dude like you're ruining my set because you're the only one grossed out by this joke it's like it's pretty lighthearted. that's so crazy to buy a ticket and then tell the comic that that's gross stop that stop <laughs> saying those things I don't like that yeah. nope <laughs> some people are fucked man some people are fucked oh yeah I fucking man I, like I was thinking about about it the other day where it's like, think about back to, like, all the worst mistakes you've ever... Like, not even mistakes, but it's, like, in terms of going to a show, thinking that, oh, it's probably not going to be that bad, but then you get there and it's like, oh, it's a, it's, it's, it's even worse. It's bad, yeah. It's yeah. even worse than I thought it was going to be. What's funny is I've had that exact train of thought so many times. It's actually funny. Yeah. Because you always think, I'm sure it's going to be good. The worst is when the host starts giving excuses right when you see him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one time it? I did a show out of town early on. This is by what's his fucking name, Dylan, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this guy. One time both, I get to a show, he goes right the, away. We were both at the show. Yeah, yeah. This one. Yeah, he looks at me, and goes, "Dog, the circus is in town." It's like the <laughs> circus like, is the in town. Circus. <laughs> The, the circus doesn't, doesn't even just show hi. up in town. Does the it circus, even say hi? No. The circus puts posters all over the town like a year before they come. You know? Like Man. they fucking, there's a date. Yeah. That's something like some shitty producers won't even do. They'll book a show and they won't even Google that date in their area. They don't no, even no. see what the fuck is happening. Especially if it's in a that, small town. It's like, the, sorry, buddy, the circus is in town. I yeah. just, this place was going to like sell out, but you know, yeah, they no. were. it was down between got this an show and a pizza fucking, the back of a pizza store yeah. with random comics or the circus. And a lot of people vote, you know, they chose circus. So 
Yep. You know, we lost. Sorry, sorry, we lost uh, all the money the I was going to give you. Face. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because that is a little cash box. Yeah, <laughs> the metal one with a lock. Show Bro, a show out of downtown that I did recently, where the the producer was telling me he's like, uh, he's like, uh, all right, Max, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an e transfer and the headliner an e transfer, and then uh, he was pointing at the guys who came and did a just the the opening spots. And he was like, and uh, you guys are going to let you, we're going to have a little private conversation later about how I lost all my money. <laughs> just like, Jesus. He said that? Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah. it's like, it's What so... a dick about it. Yeah. yeah. I hate people that are like that, that are like, I'm on these people's or these people are my like social level. Yeah. So if I make fun of these, we're all, the, they all get it. Yeah. In the military, you got that so often. Yeah. Like literally they'd be the same rank and they'd make a joke like these two other people are not that anti-lower rank people. Yeah. Like, you're just so fucked and you're doing this group thing being like, yeah. fucking, when's the last time you met an ordinary seaman with the guts to talk to this? Like, he'll say yeah. a line like that and I'm like, now it's three against one. Yeah. You're pulling rank and the other two would have never said that. That's exactly what, I hate when people are like that. It's like, why are you being a dick? Because... We're supposed to be a dick right now, cause yeah, I don't, I don't think he was coming at it from a dick. Oh, perspective, like he, but he I was could, funny. Oh yeah, it was, them? it was entirely a joke. Like he was just because I'm thinking, cause I've had, uh, I forget what line somebody said too, but it's like so dismissive to, to like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, you know, like you sit with them kind of thing, like line, like yeah, they, yo, I don't know, they, it used what the to fuck be, is wrong with you? Well, before COVID, everything was image based, especially in Toronto, like all, like. Do you not remember how everything, everything was based on what like uh, people's perception of you was going to be? Like if you, whether or not you were on this show, it's like it's more important to at least be on the poster as opposed to actually do the spot. Like if the show gets canceled, hey, at least you were on the poster. People see oh, that you got right. booked. People that see bullshit. that you get booked and then they're going to book you even more. And it's like, well, it should probably be based off of merit. Like, yeah, that a lot, your act. Yeah. A lot of times, like recently, like most of my bookings have just come come from like a producer just seeing that I'm still able to do it to a high level as opposed to having like the thick level of rust that some guys have right now because they're just coming out of a quarantine for their first spot in like fucking September yeah it's I like there was shows back in July dude like what do you I don't know it's... I need to do a show soon bro I haven't in like two weeks I haven't since the London show yeah a week from a week ago it actually feels like the old times. Like literally this Tuesday, we're gonna go to. Yeah, we're gonna go out Hamilton. Of town, go, we're gonna go to a, we can get yeah, a fucking. We're gonna spot. go linger at a spot out of town that has a show with the hope of getting up. Well, that is some like old shit, and actually, it's kind of rejuvenating in a way to 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 see that you're still willing to do that, dude. It's gonna be a road trip. It's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna feel like it's not worth it, but it's gonna be worth it for the fucking. Car and if ride. they let us up, we'll smash too. Yeah, that's the best part. It's still you know? gonna be. It's still gonna be fun. Like regardless, like I hope six got, people in the like, audience. Fuck it, dude, I got COVID jokes, dude. I you know? hope to Christ <laughs> we get up. I yeah, hope yeah, to yeah. Christ we drive out of town in, and it like actually comes through for us. But who knows? It might not. But that's. That seems to be the fucking struggle right now is like finding fucking gigs. It's, I don't know. I want to at least try to get two a week because I usually have like on either Friday or Saturday for the next, uh, I think it's like the next month and a half. I still have a uh, weekend gigs, but I just, I have nothing throughout the week. So like each weekend gig, that's pretty sick. I don't even have that. Well, I need like, to line those up. Well, like even so it's still, there's still like the added uh, pressure of the fact that you're not having 
any oh, any gigs, practice, any gigs it's throughout the games. fucking week. It'd be like imagine playing basketball like on a team, playing- and you have a, a game on Friday and a game on this, Dude, and there's no courts that are legally open. There's I'm no playing, place like, for you to practice. I'm playing now the brain chemistry game in the background where I'm like, well, if I don't, if I have a spot this Friday and no spots throughout the week, it's like I gotta start taking five HTP. <laughs> like, <laughs> I gotta start taking omega three, six, and nine. I need something. I need something so that I feel a hundred percent. Like I have to feel on when I get out there. I can't jerk off this entire week yeah yeah right like i'm I off have, the jerking off yeah. right now for a little bit dude it i the problem is yes for a little bit yeah mark my words i decide when it's over yeah i decide but you have the now you have the accountability right here yeah exactly it's like i've been jerking i just up. watched naval ravinka on rogan yesterday and he said the same thing i read it for the second time and he said uh he said, when you commit when you're loud with it, then you commit. The guy who wants to quit drinking alcohol, he might say, I'm done drinking alcohol. But the one who's serious, post it on Facebook. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. just, I was like, damn. I'm at home writing notes and shit. Post it on Facebook. <laughs> underline it twice. I'm fucking ready, bro. Oh, I'm ready, bro. Yeah. But- no, I, I need to get some gigs. But yeah, it's like the problem you're saying, man. It's just, oh, it's so it's rusty. Awesome. Hey, yo, thank everybody that... We're both on the London show. I think the show went great. Oh, yeah. That was fun. But, man, I'm not booking any show until at least two months after we're... And the moment that we... Like, I can consistently get on stage, like, yeah. two months after that is when I want to do a show. Because I realized in this London show, I'm like... I-, I was thinking... This is right at the cusp. Like, I'm thankful. Because I had shows, and then second wave hit. Dude, And was- now that the second wave hit, and it's too cold to have patio shows... I'm not. I'm not really getting anything. Yeah, dude. I was thinking the exact same thing. Where it's like, like I wanted to start producing a show this year again. Like where it's like a weekly show. But as soon as it started, even when it came back, I'm like, we don't even know what the second wave is going to bring. Like people are starting up new venues, new shows during uh during the summer months. It's like, man, you're building something that is there's such a good chance from what uh, the reports are saying that it's going to be torn down again. Like, why would you try to? Like, I get the point of producing shows at, like, certain venues, but it's, like, we've seen people try to start new venues when it's, like, they're saying right now that we're probably going to lock down again. And yet you see something open up, and it's, like, fuck, I really hope that it doesn't. I really hope it works out. But then it doesn't, and it's, like, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. That's why I'm operating on the theory now that, this all swings out with the season. So as we transition into spring, uh, hopefully we put this whole pandemic business behind us. And yeah. then once like flu season hits of 2021, oh, yeah. they have like a plan. Be like, okay, we're back to this hundred people. This we have vaccine. I don't yeah. know what the fuck is going to happen. But, but it's, it's like, like they, they have to keep it at a certain reasonable level. Like they have to keep the cases at a certain level where they it doesn't go at get out of hand and to the point where it doesn't even just leave with the season it just keeps spreading and more and more yeah i well i i even if it does i think we're done at that point and not done in the sense of like we're not gonna it's we're gonna have a shifted mentality of it yeah like one year of being like uh even if it can the numbers continue we're gonna be like i think everything either everything's gonna change permanently where it's like Everything is work from home, or people are just gonna be like, okay, fuck this, you know? Because it's, like it's make, slowly killing all are, of the people. Well, all of the people that are really susceptible to this are yeah. kind of getting like cleared, so to speak. Yeah. So as the time goes by, those people like the numbers drop because it cleared out all Dude, the old, hospital, old folks' homes. Hot, the cases are up, hospitalizations and deaths are down, and it's because we have the proper precautions in place. Where it's like, 
Yeah, sure. The people who are getting sick, it's like they are getting sick, but it's like it's mostly young people at this point. It's shifted in mo in. Mark got it. Mark got it. He had little sniffles and he was done. Yeah, Raphael had it, and he said uh, he only had um, he only had uh, the runs. Yeah, and Fuck. he's like, yeah, it and lasted, I, and it I lasted smoked for the, like three or four days. I smoked a joint with Mark. Yeah, when he had it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I got it. Like, I smoked a joint with the and guy. And then you fucking took the I test? got the test, didn't have it. I'm like, okay, so. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. It's what fucking sucks. Yeah, you're this. right. We are just looking so, that's, and and I'm I'm uh, uh, guilty of that as well, but we're looking so hard on the number of cases. Yeah. And it's like, there's really no talk about what the, the yeah, spread uh, is about severity and everything. Like, yeah. Like, I bet of I'll, those cases, it's like, which one of those are even mild to a higher of when they were uh, getting like three life. cases when they, or sorry when they were getting like 300 cases but this is back when i looked last when it was 300 cases a day there was only 64 people in the entire province in hospital wow yeah like, like i literally saw the news today they're like, like come on <laughs> newfoundland <laughs> had 17 new cases the highest it's ever had i'm like 17 yeah Dude, like if we if we have why to, is this hitting the here, news? Here's the thing: is that if we have to fucking wear masks, fine, we'll wear masks. That's not that's not a huge issue. I'm honestly, if people are saying like, oh, I get too much. Well, you're not going to the anti-mask rally in Toronto, bro. Dude, I'm just like, I don't. Who's going to the anti-mask rally? A lot like, of people. Who's went there. that driven? Who's that so anti? Like, first of all. I will say that I'm not. None of us really know. The people who only really know are like specialists. Whatever. You know what I mean? And actual people like who know shit about pathogens through the air. And like the main course is put a mask on to reduce spreadability. Yeah. Okay. And if people say that it doesn't work, it's like doctors still wear them for surgery because it does work. Like it's something that we do that we have shown that it works. And I get so, people say, fuck the mask, but I can't, if you Toronto, some guy uh, had it on his story. It was a huge crowd. Yeah. That many people are that moved to be anti-mask that they're willing to show up like that? I don't know if it was also anti-lockdown because, like, I I don't dis I, I don't disagree with uh, us. You can be anti-lockdown, sure, I'm fine with that. But being anti-mask and rallying about it yeah. is fucking retarded. Like, I think you know when I look at uh, the fact that we're locking down again, it's like I if they push it push it another month, we are going to see such a crazy crazy amount of businesses shut down. But man, if they made it. Up until this point, and they got a rejuvenation of a couple months of business, yeah. they'll make it again. If they made it that six months or four months or whatever it was earlier. It was like three months before they could start having people inside. Or having at least people on the patio. Like, we are still doing that, but it's like, they're still not operating at a good business level. Like oh, no, I don't know how just, anything is operating. I think just there's, a, there's a benefit for businesses, too, I'm sure. But you're not only seeing that the businesses are are uh, getting less money, but you're seeing less workers at those venues. So it's a huge amount of the workforce that is being shifted, which is why you see people seeing people leave the city and rent prices are fucking dropping right now. Oh, the I move right now would be to collect. If, if you're out of work due to that, yeah. would be to collect your benefit and be living in the sticks somewhere. Yep. Wherever that's an option for you. That's yeah. like oh, uh, furthest away from city. A hundred percent. Like granted, I'm not moving anywhere. I'm not, I'm not. Well, yeah, I mean, same. I can't yeah. move this whole studio setup. Like Tisha's, Tisha's working. I'm working. Why would I fucking move? I get that it's like we have no access to anything right now, but man, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not uprooting my life. I'm gonna wait it out. It's. 
like if anything we're moving to like <laughs> maybe a two bedroom that's if anything we're upgrading because the rent prices are lower now oh yeah just up opportune time huh yeah like Woo. and it's like granted it's opportunistic and it's kind of shitty that it's like we're capitalizing well, it's not like on, you're kicking somebody out of their place no it's a it's a vacant opening but what, what are you gonna do yeah, I mean, it, if you're paying almost the same price for a one bedroom, why the fuck would you not switch? Dude, to $150 more for a one. Yeah, a of course, switch to the two bedroom. Then you can With have a like an office or something. I would like love that. to have a balcony. Watch you have a kid right away when you get that. I'm not going to do Watch that. Watch you have a kid no. right away. I called it on this podcast. If you come back. As Next time he comes back with a pregnant. fucking like a child in his lap during the podcast. It's like, oh, who's a little mistake? <laughs> it's like, can you give your kid to Tisha for a second? Why is he here, buddy? It's I love him more than anything, man. I think that I will. The day that I do have a kid, I do feel like I'm gonna fall into being a really good dad. Yeah, I mean, I would fucking hope, bro. Imagine you're like, man, I'm gonna be the worst dad. <laughs> I'm not even saying that. I'm and then we're like. I'm not even joking saying that I'm going to be the worst dad. I still think that I still think it's going to be a fucking struggle. I think it, uh, I'm going to resent that kid. You're going to resent that kid? Yeah. Yeah. Resent I mean, the shit out of that kid. But that's I mean, it's the timing of it. I, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's the time. I actually just told Zeus on this on the last on uh, some app we did. But uh, first of all, I don't want to be the old Was it dad. On the Patreon? I don't want to be the old dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. That's yeah. Check out the Patreon. No, well, that's what's that? Yeah, that'll be this week's episode. Yeah, so look for that. Okay. What's it called? Uh, I don't want to be the old dad. No, you know, I don't know. I, number one and number two. Part of me goes like, "Yo, I want to have kids when I'm financially good," you know. But I almost feel like it's like, well, what's an old dad really? Like being fifty when your kid's twenty, or what? Or being? No, that's fine. That's that's if I have a kid now. That's pretty 20. much what it'll be. Being 60 when your kid's 20 or what? Being 40 when my kid's born. That's an old dad. Yeah. Being 45 when my kid's born. Uh, I don't even think that's a bad thing. It's not. I just don't want that personally. I no. don't want to be that. I don't. Are you not going to have kids then? I want to have kids way before that. I want to have kids. When? Because well, I don't know. Soon, man. A couple in. You know, it all really depends. Right now, why would I bring... I have zero financial stability. Man. So right now, the idea of pregnancy is like fucking, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Like every idea around that is a nightmare. Okay. Yeah. But when I'm in a point where it's like, yo, I'm finally, I'm able to eat without fucking a, be a, a benefit yeah. <laughs> for the government. When you're able to actually not dip into credit cards. Or yeah, exactly. Or when like I'm that. good, then right then it's When the money's coming in, when you can, when you're stable, I 100%. But I know that. myself at that point, I'll be like, yo, I want to get a little more. So the, but yeah. then at that point, it, it, it always, it'll, whenever it happens, it happens. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's so many other things. I'm like, yo, even with stand up, yo, it's like you want to. I would remember for I was writing material for like two months before I got on stage because I was afraid to get on stage. Yeah, it's the same idea there where it's like, yo, I'm not ready yet. But it's like, I think if I had a kid at 35, I'd have been like, man, I could. I was ready at 30. You know what I mean? Like, and then I want I want the smallest age gap between me and my first kid. Just because <sighs> I just I want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like that'll. Uh, lead to a, a richer life experience in my mind in my mind i don't know i'm i'm of a firmly different belief where it's like i kind of want to experience as much of life as possible without the burden of a child first yeah but i don't look at it as a burden though well i i do i i 100 you know what it is like, about that you know why i want a child because 
at some point you get really obsessed or sorry you get there's something poisonous about putting yourself first for so long there's yep. a point where it's like i'm already at that point where it's like right now my full my my sole focus is like my ambition yeah and, I, and i'm all and i'm at the end where it's like that ambition doesn't die yeah. but i think it's it's better for all things it's better for my life it's be, it's just better for everything if to shift your main focus your main priority to not being yourself i think that's gonna be it for a better life yeah i could i could see that and granted i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you but it's like just difference in perspective like my my whole sole focus is just to be make sure that me and tisha are good like and granted she's probably going to be the deciding factor of when we have kids like when she's finally saying i really want to start having kids it's going to be like yeah probably okay like i'm not i'm personally not going to push the argument there's never yeah, gonna be yeah, a time yeah, yeah, where yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like, yeah, now's the time. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it is always her choice, regardless. Of course, and I, I but I, I'm saying what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. But I'm never gonna be like, hey, yo, I'm good financially right now. Let's do this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But will you? Yeah. But the thing is, is that I'm never gonna be the one who brings up the conversation. Well, like, I bring it up. Like I wouldn't. I don't know, bro. I don't think. I don't think the the. I think the best life is to have a family that puts your efforts into context. Yeah. Puts what you fight for into context. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, Whereas, because at one I'm point, not, you're fighting. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I'm just saying that I'm never going to be the one who says when we're ready. I'm like, if, like, until. Like, if Chris D'Elia had kids in his early, mid-30s when he was just beginning to pop off. It would have been way better for that guy. Look at how he rode that fame as high as he could into his early 40s. Oh, yeah. And then look what the fuck he did with it. So I'm saying that is a great example of like when you get to the point where it's like, okay, I need to shift focus from me being as the priority. I'm good. I have the money. I have the knowledge. I want to pass my life. Because our sole directive on this earth is to propagate. Yeah. Let's be honest here. We're just an animal in the species. If we have one job, what is the meaning? Is to have a kid and fucking die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have a kid, have a kid prep them as the good for this environment as possible and die. That's yeah. that's what the purpose of life is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't want to be like, yo, I want to reach the top of the mountain and then do that. Because I think it's like that is a very like self-driven, self-centered type of idea. And I'm only I'm at the edge of, of that where it's like, yeah. I'm ready to shift that because who knows? Maybe it's actually even a selfish idea. Maybe it's like I feel like if I have a kid, I'll be able to reach higher. <laughs> so maybe it's even selfish. I don't know. Yeah, you're looking at it, having a kid as being becoming a more well-rounded person where it's like I feel like I honestly feel like I have to actually work on myself way more before I can actually take. There's like certain ways That's what that I'm you, saying, like though. to be able to take on anything, you have to have uh, pillars and like a foundation built on that. Like uh, to build upon, and like I have, I have uh, financial stability right now. I have emotional stability with my wife. Um, I'm for free- now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking talking like you're moving in on her right now. You fucking piece of yeah, shit. Imagine <laughs> she's waiting. Oh man, she, um, she's at the window knocking right now. Creatively, uh, creative uh, foundation, and fuck, what else would it be? Health. He's like, like, I'm I, starting. I just wrote this list this morning. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love how health is at the end of the list. Oh, yeah. And health. Yeah. And like, Bro, yeah. that should be number one. Yeah. 100%. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but those are like the four. One. Those are the four main pillars of like being able to build a, a sustainable life. Uh, 
Okay, health, emotional stability, financial stability. What else? And creative. You have creative. to be. Able, I don't. I always have to create. Otherwise, I'll start getting super depressed. Yeah. If if right now I'm at my healthiest in life, pretty much. Yeah. And you are too. I mean, you're probably not the healthiest. You're probably on the downturn of that parabola. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm at the. Twenty six year old you was woo, bro. You were a fucking specimen. You know what I'm talking about? I was looking good. You if you fucked and had a kid at that point, woo, that would have been. I was looking fantastic at that time. No, but, but okay, that, health were pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm fine. Emotional stability. I can still I think run a kit. That a I mean, day. that it's like that becomes the now it's the conversation of like, do you need a marriage to make that kid work? Because like, every, all old uh, wisdom will say yes. Yeah, all dated wisdom will say yes, and for good reasons too. But it's like, yeah, but that was a I'm, different. I there's a world. lot of stuff that I've already walked away from. Like that's like that was this a is the status world. Quo. Like my grandfather married my grandmother when he was like. As they were dating like since they were kids, and then he married her when she was like seventeen, and he was eighteen. It's like, and then they had their first kid like a year later, and then a year later. That's after. amazing, though. Yeah, and that's, like, granted, that's, that's, that's a, a best whole way to do it. different world. They had nothing. They had all they had was a small town farm and a place a place to raise their kids. That's all they needed. Yeah. Because back then you had a big family and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like it was all self-sufficient. All it was. But that's a different world. And we're in an entirely different world right now where it's a digital age where people can actually go out and seek multiple partners just based on even just an app now. And like that's also. Yeah. Those are the options. But I'm talking about like. like, That's fucking with people's uh, mental health 100%. Those apps, like even those apps, social media. You know, media. that's how I, uh, I met Andrea Is on Hinge. She's great. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's the story? I'm like, I saved her from a fire. And they go, no way. I'm like, yeah, Tinder. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, oh. I'm like, but seriously, though, it was Hinge. Yeah. yeah. And then they kind of hate me for that. But, uh, but yeah, man, everything is just how you use it. Everything is how you use it. Who knows? Who knows at the end of the day? But yeah. Maybe I've got it all wrong. I, I love the idea of looking back at this podcast. And being like... I, I can't wait 10 years from now. Oh, actually, I've been thinking about this too. YouTube has been around for what? 15, 20 years now? Yep. It's going to get to a point where a video is going to... Vid- a video will have been uploaded like 38 years ago. Yeah. Like you'll be on YouTube. Dude, like uh, this got uh, uploaded yeah. on 2006 and it's 2040 now. You can still look back at... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Star Wars Kid. Or like even a from like what a- year Afro Ninja like from like year probably one. year one yeah where it's like the guy who's in the audition with like the nunchucks and he like yeah the South Park like yeah, all yeah. the South Park the yeah, original sneezing, South Park sneezing panda laughing baby yeah chocolate all those, rain all those all that video of all YouTube used to be was just like a server for bad people to share videos with their friends they never thought that it would be able to grow to this uh, high level. But I think it's not going anywhere. It's be, it's becoming more and more standardized. Just in, it's it's rooting itself more and more in public. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder, is it gonna split? What's gonna happen? How? What's the oldest like video? The first video added on YouTube. How long is it gonna be on YouTube? Or are they gonna do a cleanse of untouched videos? Um, they'll probably do that. I yeah. think that they'll because they have do only limited like, server space and shit, right? No, I think they're gonna keep. They're all. They are always gonna be upgrading their servers. There's not going to be an average time where they don't. Yeah, but it's what, like if they have like a good probably half of it at least, if not of more. Nothing, of just nothingness. Of people uploading hour-long podcasts that dude, have like they, but two they, views from 18 years ago. If they were to do that where they delete half their fucking content, 
like half a half of like oh whatever, that hurts them I guess whatever right? user generated content it is yeah then people are going to be way more reluctant to be able to up to even willing to upload anything on there which means they're going to slow their own growth. It's like if people aren't even willing to try because they're like oh if it doesn't make a big enough splash YouTube will just delete it and it's like oh gotcha yeah what if they have like a fifteen year rule where if it doesn't have a one point one growth. It must go or something like that. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe. Like if something's up there for 15 years, I think people are probably going to be like, yeah, maybe just delete it. I wonder if future me will regret saying this, saying not this specifically this and some stuff on this, but like in general, all the things that I have said in the collection of these episodes. Oh, yeah. Or not. Will I look to it as like a journal from like. 2020 back like in 2050 am i gonna be able to just like there's gonna be times where you're you're like looking back like i I look back on like the old joe rogan's yeah or it's like episode one episode two he's still dropping fag and all that shit yeah he's like like, and he's just saying fag 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 he's he's a different guy back then holy shit he's become very uh he's become a change his way no he man i feel how do you feel about that whole joe rogan being bought by spotify well, he wasn't bought by Spotify. Well, he's, he has exclusive. Like, that's the only place you can go and and listen and watch it ad free. Did you see that he apologized? He's for still on he everything. Said, he apologized for something he said on there. It's like you've never seen Joe. Wait, Rogan. he apologized for something? Yeah, he apologized for uh, talking about the wildfires. I'm pretty sure it was like, um, I think he was saying that liberals were starting the. I I can't remember exactly what it was. It was something about the wildfires. I can't. Bro, at some point when you get involved with big money, you just got to play ball. Yeah. You know, and like then you he think apo- a guy like, like that was the first time I've ever seen him like actually do a public apology for something he said on the podcast where he's like, yeah, I should have done my research. I, I, I was talking a little too freely about it. And honestly, it was a little bit reckless of me. And, and it's like, you're appalled. That's ridiculous. You gave him an inch. I've never seen. No, him. you gave him an inch. And some now- people are like that, you know, that's why. And it's like. It's rough because, like, Patrice O'Neill, for example, was never going to be a Chappelle-Kevin Hart level, ever. Even if he lived, he was never going to be no. that. He got a lot. Because of, lo- of his personality. Yeah. He's hilarious. And uh, when it comes to pure comedy, fucking one of the best who ever did it, Patrice right? O'Neill, That's undebatable. Yeah. He's on the Mount Rushmore of my comics. But it's 100%. like those comedy being a comedian being anything is like an equalizer bar of many things, right? Yeah. And he was just too combative. The same thing with Godfrey. Yeah. The same thing with Ari Spears, specifically Ari Spears. Ari Spears was fucking the the he just hates that he thinks like he could have been this biggest thing and he's just constantly looking Did at you other ever motherfuckers. Hear that Chase story? What? The Chase story? Yeah, of course I've heard of that. That's fucking bananas, eh? Yeah, it's like you're a fucking pro headliner. He's gonna smash anything he does. How can you even be worried about that? But yeah. like what professional would do that? But like uh He's just constantly. If you ever heard, if you ever heard him on the the Champs, Neil Brennan and Masha Kasher's podcast, go no. listen to the Aerie Spears episode. This what? nigga is just like, who name a nigga? Name these niggas. Why? You know why? Because Hollywood don't like the like. He was always that guy who would like as soon as it came to be like, why a nigga can't do that? Like some guys like Rogan will just hold that back and then they do hundred million dollar deals with Spotify. Yeah, true. But then when you do hundred million dollar deals with Spotify, dude, you gotta dude. start apologizing and doing some shit Patrice would have never done. True. These like, people would have never done, right? So you sell your soul a little bit, but he's got a family and he's dude, trying to I give would, his kids the most. So it's I like, would probably apologize once or twice if they gave me a hundred million dollars. Like for sure. But that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't like you gotta play ball in a new type of way. Man, imagine what what would you do with a hundred million dollars? 
Probably, I don't know. I mean, that's with I, so much money. I feel like I'm afraid that I would get obsessed with investments. I would become like a venture capitalist. Like I do venture. Uh, I do like um, angel investments on the side. Just how Nas does, man. Nas yeah. invests in people just based on their character, based on their ideas. Wow. And it's like the more I go through life, I've done so many things. And the older I get, the older I, you know, the more I see what f- leads to success, what leads to failure. Yeah. You could have a, a telling. Let's say I'm 38. Let's say 39, 10 years from now, I have millions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I have millions. I'm satisfied career-wise. I'm touring. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do a thing. I, whatever the uh, environment looks like at that time. But part of me is going to have money. And part of me is going to want to just hold, not hold the money. And I don't want to just put it in an account. You, you what? I'm not going to invest in mutual funds ever in my life, really. You know? Uh, I'm going to invest in myself. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to save. And I'm going to invest in other things. I'm never going to put it into an account that just, it's going to be managed. I'm going to take risks. I'm going to invest in friends, like uh, ventures. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to take, you got to take risks. I'm not going to just try to get 3% here and there. But And in doing that, I'm going to want to take risks with startups where it's like, yo, that guy's the next guy. Because I've called out so many people. And you have too, I bet. Yeah. Where you're like, yo, that person is gonna bro when i was uh a teenager and watching laugh factory every videos i knew chris delia was gonna hit tj miller and gerard carmichael yeah, true. i knew all three were gonna hit yeah and they all hit they all hit in succession you boom boom was, boom boom they all fucking, hit undoubtedly you know what's fucking crazy is that uh did you ever watch uh uh russell peters comics without borders he no, like, I'm just it, so sick of Russell Peters specials. Dude, it went to no, it uh, went straight to DVD. It was him showcasing like a bunch of fucking comedians, and it's like most of them were like like uh, Felipe Esparza was on there, fucking a few, doing like, like 15s or how long? Uh, I think like 20, 20, maybe a half hour. But like, it's like most of them were like, eh, okay, like they. It was basically him showcasing people who don't get a lot of a uh, TV time. But then it's like. This was maybe 10, 15 years ago, and who the fuck is on there? And you see a young Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, no way. Buddy, and he fucking smashed. Oh, and was, yeah. And it's like, you see that, and I'm like, how, don't, how, how didn't I know about this fucking guy? But now I know about him. And, like, you just see this slow, eventual climb to where now he's selling out Madison Square Garden. Yeah, exactly. Fucking 30 days in a row. Some ungodly number. I thought he sold it out four times. I don't know about 30 days in a row. You sure? One second. 30 days in a row, what? One second. Just keep, keep talking one second. Either way, the point is like, I don't even know if that is even an option. 10 years from now, I feel like it'll be like, you'll go with your four or five friends to a virtual room that is like those Japanese style movie theaters where it could blow air and it could blow fucking smoke and, and it shows a big screen of us doing it live in the headquarters of whatever this place is. And it like is the most interactive comedy show. It's doing a hologram like that Tupac and Coachella, you know? Like that's what it's gonna be because there's now that COVID has happened, there's just gonna be every business is gonna have to have action plans, contingency plans. Everything is gonna have to be built such that if the next one comes, they'll still be able to operate. You know, because that wasn't a thing at all up until this point. Okay, well, it's gonna be the case. I but whatever that is, I hope we're killing okay, it. Okay, never that mind. Time. Four times in two days. Four times, exactly what I said. Okay. And you fucking. Sorry, I wanted to make sure. There you go. That's how it goes. I wanted to make sure before. That's how it goes, motherfucker. Don't trust the motherfucker. I I was thinking about uh, different show formats where, like, in the future, once we 
once things start coming back, it's like people, there is going to be this uh, divide of people who uh, will want to come out, who are going to be dying to come out to shows and people who are going to be hating the fact that people are going out to shows, but they still want to go and do something. So there's going to be one of the things that I noticed that with uh, live shows like Zoom shows, it's like there's no audience. There's no built in audience. And you can't hear any feedback for uh, for the comics material. It just sounds fucking weird. It oh, sounds I just did weird. It the other day, and yeah, it also it sounds weird, and it like you it does not seem fun Actually, at all. You know what? You can get into it, but you don't feel good after. No, it does it's not. It's literally like masturbation. Zoom co- Zoom comedy is like masturbation. You know, I guarantee Whereas, it's even worse than that. Oh, like in the se- like. In terms During of it, it's not anywhere near as the height of it. Yeah. But there is kind of a shame after you close your laptop. You're yeah. Like, and like, man, so what I'm thinking is there's a certain uh, certain applications where you can get, I was telling you about before, where it's like Switcher Studio, this uh, application I've been using where you can set up multiple virtual cameras uh, uh, that run to a single hub and then you can broadcast it as a live feed. So what I'm thinking is you have a live show. And yeah. then have several cameras set up where people can watch the live feed from the show, pay a small ticket price, and then sell tickets through that way. Where people still want to come to the show, but they're worried. They're worried about coming but out. But then you still need people at the show. Yeah, exactly. So you can still cater to both audiences. Gotcha. Like okay. As opposed to being the guy who's like, I'm going to run a Zoom show. But and suddenly it's like, now you need to pay for a, a fucking production team to be at every show. No, it's one person. Have you have several cameras set up, three cameras, and then you just to set a them. live feed. Yeah, you're gonna be doing that while hosting. No, have one other person who's a uh, who's running that. Okay, so that's one guy right there. You got a guy doing the door. You no, got a guy. The guy who's doing the door can also do that. It's like you don't have to have it where it starts when the show starts. He doesn't have to work the door. It could work if you get enough people in attendance where the vibe is a show. Yeah, you know, give that person, I, I don't know, maybe have someone take over, give that person a spot. I think it's definitely doable. And uh, I'm just excited to see more of these people take people with money. Take a stab at what you're saying right now. Yeah. Let's see. I'm waiting for people. I was hoping would already happen because I think we already talked about. This. I'm waiting for people, comedians, high paid comedians to pave the road for how they're getting to their audience. So little guys like us can be like, oh, that's how we're doing it. We could do it. That's why I got the access code for two bears, one fucking cave thing. Yeah. They're just they're just doing outland. They're, they're trying to justify the 1050 price by being like, let's do crazy Wait, shit. how you much? $10.50? $10.50. Okay, I didn't pay it. Bad. I just got the code. But that, that was the price point. Yeah. So I'm thinking in my head, that's a price point where it's like they just want you to pay it and not yeah. try to... Torrented or some shit like that. Yeah, it's small enough you just pay it. I'm like, I wonder how many people got this because they just sat there getting fucked up and having a normal podcast. Yeah, well, I don't know. The, like you're seeing virtual premieres now. Like uh, Mark Norman did that, where it's a virtual premiere of his uh, special, and like I'm watching it, and I'm also watching the donations come in as as it's premiering, and it's like you're seeing like it first starts trickling in like five dollars here. $10 comments and then it's like as it's about to start it's like you see like $100 $100 $200 one, uh, 150 fuck? and it's like you're seeing all this money just slowly fucking just start to fucking ramp up and then when the show starts you see like every once in a while someone will post like another 100 bucks or 20 bucks or Does it show the accumulated amount? No. Okay. It's and you can't like you can you could probably look back and like calculate all the money that he made uh, for the thing, but it's like that's going to the be the idea where, was to that is something that you're going to see a lot more of, where people do virtual premieres of their uh, of uh, their specials, 
on YouTube, not yeah, charge anything, not charge anything, and then just accept donations of anyone who can. wants to. Yeah. yeah, pay what you can. Because the whole idea is the benefit is that it is free. The yeah. benefit to you is the ability to put this out there and people now know your name and now when you write your next thing and you come to that town they come see you but now with this thing you can actually cash out quick exactly a couple g's and like he he capitalized on that and now he's making more online content and now he's building a bigger following based off of that it's man it's there's a lot of i don't know there's a lot of people who are doing things in a unique way that you can kind of start seeing and just seeing what they're doing right and see if you can maybe try to make it better. Like, Yeah, I mean, I was so excited before COVID hit, man. I was like, there's so working much on happening. my YouTube. I was like, yo, I'm going to keep working on getting more subscribers and building a following. And then in a couple of years, I'm going to tape 20 or 30 minutes of yeah. like honed stuff and then drop it in bit by bit, like the way Shoals did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. One a week, three minutes, I'll do that for weeks, I right? I had the thought too, but it's like- But it's qu- like, yo, now it's like- <sighs> Dude, the show quality, the uh, to get the proper audio for these uh, for, from these shows requires so much work. Oh yeah, the, our guys for that London show, they're gonna yeah. give us crazy. They're sending all of ours yeah. soon. And it's like, gonna I'm be crazy quality, that. Gonna, but that's a team of people. I'm gonna you. cut down chunks of that, but it's like, when if I were to try to do that just on my own, like oh, it a lot of come these shows, out nearly as no, good. Dude. A lot of these shows where it's like you'd walk out of frame of the camera yep. for half the act, and you wouldn't realize it till later when you took the SD card out. <sighs> and all like, fuck, like everyone's so spread out. The audio does not sound as good if you're just doing it off of phones. It just no, does. You can't. You can't. If you're posting it, you can't just do that. You need a second source with a quality mic. Yeah. Otherwise, you're kidding yourself. You know. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially if it's just the cameras from the back. So. The audience laughter is more powerful than the audio of the comedian. It's like, what the fuck is this video even? Yeah. It's... We'll get it. I'll figure it out. We'll get it, brother. Yeah. But, yo, we reached the mark, man. Let's land this thing, homie. All right, dude. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, You're not going to plug shit because you ain't got shit going on. No. Uh, just follow me on Instagram. I'm going to be... I do have some things that are in the that are in the works that I'm going to start uh, releasing weekly weekly videos not daily videos but weekly stuff uh i'm gonna start up a tiktok but the instagram follow me at at max sheldrick and yeah there's gonna be there's gonna be more coming description as always below yep and uh yeah i got a podcast that's eventually gonna start i gotta (laughs) dude it's i'm not even podcast king i'm not gonna fucking even at this point i'm not even saying when it's gonna start because i'm not even gonna start until i can actually do a consistent cut thing yeah you gotta be consistent yeah And it's fucking and granted, like much love to you, dude. I I've said it before and I'll say it again. You've been consistent with this thing, which is why it's growing an audience, and it's a good show. I appreciate you, yeah. bro. Appreciate you too, bro. The Thanks immigrant for- section. Yeah, I love the viewers uh, and the listeners. I appreciate y'all big time. Uh, wherever you're on, actually, if you leave a review, it helps out as well. Especially if it's the podcast space, like Apple or whatever, it helps. Uh, but from my end, you know where to find me. You know. Uh, These episodes come out every Tuesday, Patreon every Friday. Check those out. And uh, keep listening, keep enjoying. It's going to keep coming. Thanks, homie. Thanks, bro. Peace. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.